Support for WDBX comes from the Neighborhood Co-op Grocery. Neighborhood Co-op Grocery works with Southern Illinois farmers and producers carrying unique local items including honey, bison, eggs, pork, produce, and more. Neighborhood Co-op Grocery open from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day. Located in the Murdale Shopping Center in Carbondale, 529-3533, or online at neighborhood.coop. This hour of programming on WDBX Carbondale is sponsored in part by your membership contributions and by Robco Audio. Robco Audio, supplier of live audio, PA rentals, and DJ systems. Robco can provide sound reinforcement for any application. Robco Audio features the services of the bands Four on the Floor and the Venturis and specializes in live music presentation. Robco Audio and Carbonale, 529-2279. This is Casey Kasem. You might remember when my uh, wife was uh, throwing meat at the cops after my death. Uh, that's why I'm back as a vengeful spirit. But I tell you what, I do like these boys and gentlemen with Bob Dylan. Let me tell you something, this show's been censored. There's adult content and it's been censored out for you. But a listener discretion is still advised. I hope you don't remember me from when my uh, wife was throwing meat at the cops after the possession of my corpse after I died. I hope that's not how you remember me. I was a great DJ. All right, enjoy the show. Barry, Barry, what is this? I asked, listen, I specifically told you I wanted morning magenta and a ruby gold. And you give me this purple and yellow? What is this? Dude, how, do you know how to do your job? How long have you been doing this? Do you treat, you think, do you think Tarantino's assistant does this kind of crap? Gives him this? You think Fincher's got somebody like you working for him? I don't know how much you're getting paid, but it's too much. Interns don't get paid? Well, that's about perfect then. Honestly, Barry. Hey, who else? Somebody else is on the Zoom call. Jeff, Jeff, Rob, what are you guys doing here? Uh, it was the time, wasn't it? Um, we were supposed to be together right now. Yeah, and I'm not a are cat. You, what? Oh, Jesus. Barry, am I supposed to be doing the radio show right now? Can you guys not hear Barry? He has he has he screwed God. you up again? I don't hear anything. His well, he's not. He's not. His mic's not recording. My mic's always recording. I'm guessing your guys' mics are recording, so therefore it makes sense that. Oh, really, okay. Barry? Right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We. <clears throat> okay, okay. Well, did you get at least get the? I have to have the transcripts for the subtitles in two weeks. I have to get that done. So you're obviously colorblind. I'm colorblind. And I can clearly see that this is not morning magenta and ruby gold, purple and yellow. Just, just get it out of my. Go get the transcripts done for me. Jesus, I'm gonna make Harvey Weinstein look like Tom Hanks by the time this is all over. Just go. Whoa! Cancel Eastwood. Ah, uh, I guess are, are we recording? You guys recording? Robbie and I've been doing the podcast for like Uh-oh. four or five Uh-oh. minutes over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we're 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 uh, we're live, dude. Oh, well, yeah, we, once yeah, again, yeah, Barry, got... the intern, has uh, screwed me. My uh, PA, uh, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, you guys just, you can't understand how frustrating it is to have a guy like this working for you for free. He, a uh, physical assailant, <laughs> you, like, like, some, just see, just walk around <laughs> kicking your ass all the time, or what? I don't understand. Have you thought about firing him? He's, like, him? AMA assigned him to me. It's some type of intern program that he doesn't actually get paid. Like, he's paying me. For the for the whole experience. What the hell are you doing with some cat from the American Motorcycle no, 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 Association? Not that AMA. The talent agency. The American Medical Association. The the doctors are sending you stuff. I was gonna say, boy, med schools are getting hard up to find some placements for their interns put them these through days. Some ringer. Put them through the ringer if they want to be a doctor. Of course. These days. Of course. Then again, with everything you got going on, it's probably not a bad idea to have an intern. To I, I mean, it was supposed to be to burden to to help lighten my burden. Uh, I got so much to do. And uh, they were like, we're going to send uh, Barry. He's virtual. He's always on Zoom. He's out in L.A. I don't know. It's not like I see, you know, I tell Barry to do all this stuff. And then he sends me this half-ass work. And I'm supposed to, I have, then I have to redo it. And it's just adding more work to my schedule that was already packed because I, a lot of the time to Barry. <sighs> he's virtual? You mean, it, like, No, no, he's or? a real guy. I just mean, I just, I only talk to him over Zoom and text and stuff. Boy, I let him have it on those texts. I hope he doesn't, oh. uh, well, how's he giving release you, those to the world. How's he giving you pedicures and peeling well, your grapes thing. and I don't stuff get, like that? I don't get any of that. It's just supposed to be the work, you know, and he's, huh. he's fallen short. I don't know. Uh, he seems down on his well, luck, but. I'm, I, I, Give me a second here. I need to I need to jump on my email and cancel my virtual fluffer then because now that I understand what virtual means, I don't think this is going to work out the way I had mine. So I'll be cancel right Cancel shark. Hashtag cancel, cancel shark. shark. Finally, shoes on the other fin. <laughs> hey, by the way, my name is Josephine Frisch. I'm having some real bad troubles with my personal assistant. Uh, that's the learned man, Doc Warridge, and uh, the shark out there. What's going on, guys? Doctor. Now, as uh, as we're yeah. as we're it's a snow apocalypse. I was gonna say as we're it recording is. this, it is uh, there's about I don't know a foot of snow on on my house anyway. But at this point, I got two microphones in case the power goes out. One <laughs> one of them is a piece of junk. I asked Barry to buy me a new microphone. He sent me this thing. It's a newer mic. It means it costs like twenty dollars. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> enough. I'm not worried about the power going out. I'm doing this all virtually. Oh, okay. How'd you, you've got that figured out? You, man, I wish you'd let me in on how to do that. And I'm wireless, I think. Hey, I mean, nice. I don't have any wire. So I got wires on the headphones, I guess. You're in your mobile unit, right? So you, as long as you've got gas, you got power. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, awesome. actually, no. I've, I'm, I'm not. I didn't tell you guys. I snuck out of the country. Um, I'm, uh, I'm not going to tell you where I'm at, but I am obviously, within obviously. ten degrees of the equator. Um, okay. So, so you don't yeah, know anything about. You don't know nothing about anything about snow, snow apocalypse up here. Well, it's well, snow apocalypse here, shark. No, I I ran, you know, because we were doing this, I had to, you know, run into some civilization and hit a little Wi-Fi hotspot, and as long as these guys don't catch me, um, you know, I'll be, be okay. Right. Um, but I, I checked the radar while I was, you know, waiting for everybody to jump on the call, and yeah, it looks like it's it's awful up there. Um, it's, it's, it's you know, now, uh, the political climate's not great here, and it's a little kidnappy, but it uh, weather-wise, it's phenomenal. So, so you are in the United States. 
<laughs> it's a little kidnapping. Well, I, it, it's, a, it's a place that's definitely influenced by the United States and, and uh, certain fruit companies. I know exactly okay. where you are. I won't say it, though. Hey, guys. Well, it could be several places. You know my general vicinity now. I will say Nicaragua either. <laughs> no, no, you know what? I was going to go there, but... Uh, but yeah, No, that's things... why I was joking, because I know you had talked about that. <clears throat> yeah, well, no, I, I like Nicaragua. I like being in Nicaragua, usually. Um, but uh, but there's been, you know, there's some stuff going on there now, so... Uh, I heard so they're Nicaragua's having a little... not my current location. I heard they're having a little snowfall of their own, if you know what I'm saying. Actually... Actually, you know, up in the mountains, uh, even as far south as Oaxaca, uh, there was uh, Bless you. Uh, a little snow. Yeah, thank you. Hey, guys, sometimes. Hey. Uh, oh, Robbie, you got something? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask you guys a quick question. So, you know how, like, the snow apocalypse is hitting, like, in Texas and, you know, places like that? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know how they're shutting down all these businesses and roads and everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, Why aren't it's crazy. Why the, aren't the Trump... Uh, Trump people out protesting this is destroying their freedom. Uh, you, you got me. They should be. I don't. Shouldn't they be the out thing? in the streets? Yeah, they should be out complaining right. in the snow, saying, "You know, you're not going to take my roads away. You're not going to shut these You know what else is crazy? Down. It's so cold. You're taking my freedom. It's so cold. They might even wear a mask to protect that <laughs> face. I don't understand where the Trump people were at on the public smoking deal. I mean, you know, if you're, I mean, the mask thing and smoking is kind of the same thing, right? I mean, it's me breathing out stuff that's going to harm somebody else. So, I think so. If, if it's okay for me to kill you with the virus, why can't I kill you real, real slowly with my secondhand smoke? It's true. You know? I'm with you. It's a valid question. It's a valid question. Well, speaking yeah. of valid questions, guys, I have something we haven't done in a long time on here. I have a little game. A little game to play. I like to play with you oh, guys. It's been a long time since we played a game. <clears throat> it is. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we just have you guys shout it out. There is. It is multiple choice. Shout it. Oh no. Shout it. Shout it out loud. <laughs> what have I done? Oh no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um. Uh. Yeah. This is a. And if you've heard this on, if you listen to the show, Conan O'Brien needs a friend, and you're like, hey, you're stealing that from uh, one of the greatest human beings ever, Matt Gorley. You are correct. It was a lot of fun, though, and I thought uh, that'd be a fun game to play with the guys. But I'm going to call it uh, uh, Big Richard. Big Richard. Big Richard history. You guys get the gist of what I'm trying to say. So this is a quiz all about uh, Big Richards throughout history. Big Richards throughout history. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay. So you'll 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 get on here. It's multiple choice. If you think you know it, shout it out, and then I'll go through the uh, multiple choice. If you don't, or either way. Okay. Uh, so number right. question one. This is uh, about Big Richards throughout time. Uh, what historical figures member was described by a Time magazine journalist in 1927 as a mountain? Rasputin. Oh, Jeff's going for a guess. Rasputin. Okay. I'm going to finish the question. It, he described it as a maltreated strip of buckskin shoelace. Oh, no, I'm wrong. So it's not Rasputin. Well, your, your, your uh, choices are A, Rasputin, B, Napoleon, C, yeah. Prince Albert, Napoleon. D, Vladimir Lenin. Well, I'm, so is, he already went. He lost his turn. 
Do I? Is that yeah? No, maybe I, don't I do. Know. I don't know. That's yeah. probably either way. That's probably true, Jeff. You did get. I think that. Guesses. I think that's right. I think that's right. I took a few swipes it's at true. it. So Rob, you can. Yeah, it's all yours. I think that's, now, that's Shark, only fair. Shark, did you say Napoleon? You sounded really sure when you said Napoleon. So I think I'm going to say Napoleon. Rob's going with B. Napoleon. Uh, the question again: What historical figures member? was described by a Time Magazine journalist in 1927 as a maltreated strip of buckskin shoelace. <laughs> the answer is... I want to say Prince Albert, but I'm going <laughs> to go ahead. The answer is B, Napoleon. Jeff was right. See, I, went, I followed Shark. I had no clue. I think, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll give, Napoleon I'll give for Jeff sure. a half a point there. Just because, yeah, I guess it's because Napoleon at that point had been, was he mummified? Do they have, uh, obviously it's like a relic of some sort, right? Well, they have it. They yeah. have it. They have um, not him. They have it, though. Yeah, yeah. That was one, that was always one of the things. And, it, you know, it was like, is it it or is it not it or, you know. That's so yeah. bizarre. So where is he? Yeah. Did he, uh, what happened? Waterloo, is that right? He uh, he get buried no, like no. What, what happened like what, no no he didn't he didn't die at Waterloo that was that was that was his big defeat and so he he got exiled left in exile, he got yeah. exiled and then then he came back for the hundred days and then he uh, lost you know and got exiled again and he was down in the South Pacific and he died basically because there was arsenic in the uh, wallpaper and um, and I don't you know off the top of my head I don't recall what they did with the with the rest of him they may have. You know, so just, done the old John Prine and chopped him up and passed him all around. <laughs> Sounds like it. They kept an important part of him. How strange yeah, is that? Yeah. <laughs> That's just too weird. Well, you know, some death, death masks for some and, you know. I get the death mask. Like, I, 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 yeah. I understand that to an extent. But, uh, there's been a surprising number of uh, of members that have been kept around for for historical posterity. Well, maybe you'll do well on this test, Jess. Let's let's keep going. Question number two: uh, The actor Gary Cooper was nicknamed a the Pennsylvania Pipeline, <laughs> b the New York Pork, <laughs> c Old Faithful, or D, the Montana Mule. I'm gonna go. With I'm D. going. With, I'm going with C. Rob's going with C. Jeff's going with D. Uh, the yep. actor Gary Cooper. He was nicknamed the Montana Mule. D gets it. Wow, Shark knows a lot about members. Well, hit historical members. But I'm not up at all on my current ones. <laughs> You're not up on members. No, no, no I couldn't tell them. you. I couldn't tell you my, you know, my Zach Efron's from my. I thought you were down my, on members. I thought you were way down on them. Only, only, only historical. I thought you were. My, I, thought yeah. you, I thought you liked to go down on the members. Man. I thought you, know, you were choking on them. You had now, this is uh, this is begging for a new podcast called History Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, I've heard some feedback. People really want to hear uh, serial killers, the show where we try out cereal. I, I think that's hilarious. I think it's I think great, it's and I like idea. cereal. I do too. It might be a good, uh, good way for me to have a little, uh, little cheat meal once a week. Have a little bowl of cereal. Well, but uh, and I think that 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 could lead to some good sponsorships because there's a lot of indie cereal companies out there these days, man. I'm wondering if all that crunching and slurping will be good on the radio, though. I don't know why it would be bad radio. Three guys just going. <laughs> 
Well, and then you know, talking with our mouths full about what we're oh. what we're eating and how what our impressions are. Germany. <laughs> I, I don't see any problem with that. Hey, this raisin's got legs. <laughs> I think it's great radio myself. Just uh, upright itself. I might be down. All right, tied. Uh, kinda. There is a tiebreaker in there if we need it. Uh, one to one. Question three. Athlete Wilt Chamberlain. His piece was nicknamed A. The Stilt. B. The Big Dipper. C. The Drill Bit. Or D. The Bazooka. It's got to be C or D because the other two are his nickname and his shot, right, Rob? His nickname was Will the Still. Yeah, and wasn't the Big Dipper, wasn't that a take on the hook, the hook shot or something? I don't know if it was with him, but I mean, I could see that as a shot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What you so I'm just randomly, I'm going with C. You're going with the drill bit. Rob, what are you, yeah. what are you going with? I think I'm going to go with... The stilt? The bazooka. The D. bazooka. Okay, well I can tell you. No points on that question. Athlete Wilt Chamberlain's mm. piece was nicknamed The Big Dipper. Wow. Oh. Wasn't Well, sorry about that, man. I threw a threw a spur loop. I wasn't let us uh, both destroy. Wasn't Wilt like doesn't he have like uh, wasn't he famous for like having slept with twenty thousand people? Oh just Yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> insane number like yeah, like Gene Simmons wouldn't even think to make up a number that big. <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> Famed friar and funny man, Milton Burl, also known as Uncle Milty, had such a big dipper, as a little callback to the last one there, <laughs> had such a big dipper, he often showed off by using it to, A, honk his car horn, <laughs> <laughs> that really means me. B, ring the doorbell, and then I'll be impressed. B, play piano with it. C, sink a golf putt with it. D, lift a 10 pound dumbbell. I'm going to go with D. Going with D, dumbbell. Robbie, frame, frame fryer and funny man Milton Burl. Uncle Milty also used his big dipper to often. What do you think? Car horn, play piano, sink a golf putt. Where well, I guess you could give the same answer as Jeff: lift a dumbbell. I'm gonna say sink a putt. Sink a putt. No cheating, please. No, no googling this. No, 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 no. I swear, I'm not. I'm not. All right, yeah. Milton Burrow. He often showed off by. Rob gets a point. Sinking a golf. Oh, nice. There you go. Nice. And this is a true story. Apparently, he could uh, uh, just get on his knees. <laughs> use it to seek a putt. That, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, because what I was thinking is only a man would want to do this and show other men. And at the time he played golf, women weren't allowed. Mm. So I could see him totally dropping trowel on a golf course and doing this. That's, that was my logic. That was uh, pretty good detective work there. Your regular show. That, yeah, Holmes. that is. That's pretty that good. is. I would have never. Uh, I was just thinking. People. People are always hanging heavy shit off their, you know, junk. <laughs> are they? Yeah, yeah, you see that all the time. 
I don't know what kind of shows you've been playing, but I've never, I've never seen that. Just YouTube. Oh, okay. Or is it, is it UHub, maybe? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. I don't get those kind of uh, sites here. One of those web website things. Uh, let's see here. This is an interesting one. Juan Baptista de Santos was known for having a forked schlong, a main <laughs> schlong with a tiny schlong inside of it, two separate working schlongs, or the biggest schlong <laughs> ever recorded. Dude, all right, give us our choice that he was known for having a what now? A, a, a uh, fork? He either had a forked one? Uh, oh, okay. One, like two of them, like one inside the other, like kind of like right. a xenomorph, picture like an alien. Right. The thing coming out of its mouth. Yeah. Uh, C, two separate but working ones, or D, the biggest one ever. Yeah, I'm going C. Going with C. C. Jeff's going with C. Robbie got a guess. Yeah. For Juan Baptista oh, de Santos. It's like polydactyly. <laughs> this is tough. This is tough. I think. I think I'm going with B. B. One main one with another, the alien one, the xenomorph. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's a yeah. Eastwood made that one up. <laughs> 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 if any of them was made up, it's pretty obviously that way. <laughs> I know. Oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, point for Jeff. <laughs> Tied it back up. The answer was C. Two separate but working members. That was old Juan Baptista de Santos. He had the name to match it. I gotta say that. Yeah. Well, yeah. You can't have three names and two. <laughs> 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 I've always said that. <laughs> I wonder, conquistador. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> oh. All right, everybody, ready for the next one? Yep. Yes. No cheating. Oh, this one you guys might know. Hitler was rumored to have which two abnormalities? So it's two, it's two of them. A, an undescended testicle. B, a missing testicle. C, penile hyperstasis. D, micropenis. Yeah, it's, it's B and D, but they were both made up by the British Secret Service. Oh, so missing and micro. Rob, you got anything? Yeah, I was. I, you know, see, I think it's. Um, we picked two, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I think it's a one didn't descend and micro. And I think it is propaganda, too. Yeah, you might be right about that, Rob. It might be, might be failed to drop. Well, Jeff gets a point. It is a missing testicle, but the one you missed, oh. the other one is actually penile hyperstasis, was the other rumor. What is that? I was going to say, what the hell is that? It's where the. Uh, Urethra is on the other side, I believe. Hmm. Like it's on oh. the it's on the bottom. I've got a hole in the bottom. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That sounds awful. Yeah. That does. I'm glad I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. <laughs> I could have went my whole life without. Yeah. <laughs> well, now now I know why you're so angry. All right. <laughs> I'll cause you to do that stuff. 
Uh, we got two left here. What's the score? One, two, three to two. Jeff. Jeff's taking it. Three to two. Question number seven. Hope y'all are playing along at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I was called right in for the home version. <laughs> Which classic rock star had his wang cast in plaster? A. I know this one. Oh. Yeah, early, a bunch of them did. Early guess from Rock. I, I, I know, but go ahead. I'm not going to say anything. A. Todd Rundgren. B. Robert Plant. C. Jimi Hendrix. D. Huey Lewis. I, I was waiting for all of the above. but uh, That Hendrix, was what I was Hendrix, waiting for, all the above. But okay. Yeah, but Hendrix for sure, I think, right? All right, Jeff's going with Hendrix. Hendrix, that's the one I was going with. All right. Yeah. Any, uh, well, I guess you both get a point then <laughs> because it's Hendrix. But, uh, you is kind of a trick question. Huey Lewis did as well. Yeah, yeah, and so, so was, did Robin I thought, Zander. I thought this one woman did. who, this one the woman plaster who used to sex woman. with him, mm-hmm. she did all kinds of rock stars' penises. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come to enjoy my collection I've made without the end. <laughs> So many, so many dick jokes today. It's like somebody collecting uh, pressed uh, pennies or something. <laughs> but it's, just, but it's <laughs> giant penises. All right, we got one Everywhere. last one Hang last on. question. Did you guys hear that? No. Hmm. No. Are you hearing that? Hear what? No. No. Oh, I do. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Something was popping off. I don't know what that was. Okay. I thought that that had finally left the internet. I heard something about teabagging. I don't know what's going on there. I feel for you, Gina Carano. I feel for you, Kurt. (laughs) Must be a British thing. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I don't understand the British humor stuff. Right. Okay. One last question. Jeff's still in the lead. Uh, Three to two. Errol Flynn once used his oversized little friend to A, swat a fly, B, play the piano, C, push an elevator button, D, hail a cab. I'm going with D. D, hail a cab, says Jeff. I'm going to go with swat the fly. Swat the fly? Well, today's winner, the guy who knew histories about Big Richard's, is the shark. None of you are right. It was Ooh, actually... Oh, nice. Good job, shark. Thank you, thank you. It was actually Play the Piano. It was Errol Flint. <laughs> so it didn't matter. Can't well, I wondered other. about that. Since that answer popped up twice, I wondered if it uh, it either had to be one that you'd made up or one that was a real answer <laughs> that you'd used on another question. You're on to me. I was playing a little game, seeing if you would catch on. That was a little thing called Big Richard History. <laughs> Thought would be a fun. I'm telling you, man, history dicks. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, speaking of uh, dicks throughout history, uh, now you guys sometimes call yourself. I heard you guys call yourself like uh, you're a fan of those old socialists sometimes. <laughs> oh, so- oh yeah, old yeah, socialists. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, if you could do me a favor, Rob, please uh, Google, uh, get on YouTube, and look up a little video called "Point of Privilege Social Convention." So. Uh, <laughs> Socialist convention ridiculed. If you could look that up for me, please. 
Because <laughs> you guys might want to... Okay, you might wait wanna, a point of privilege. You might want to rebrand yourselves, is all I'm saying. Point of privilege, socialist. Just look up uh, Socialist Convention Ridiculed, I think will, is the title of the video. Socialist Convention Ridiculed. Pretty short. Social Democrats, should how be, about that? Should be like a minute and 50, something like that, maybe. We'll follow the uh, European model. Because I, I want you to listen to these guys. And uh, what's happening with... Uh, uh, Speaking. Okay, here, I think I found it. Are you ready? Okay. The well, hang on, I gotta have, gotta have the commercial first. Sure, sure. Weapon against free radicals. Your free radicals? Mm. This isn't a commercial. Unforeseen foes. Oh, okay. It was, it was palm wow. <laughs> they were coming after radicals. Whoops, hang on. We just, I know it's, we're all fresh and... Wait, it skipped way ahead. Alright, hang on, let's do this. If we want to defeat capitalism, we are going to need a party that will organize working people to fight for the demands that we want and to win socialism. Thank you so much. Uh, quick point of privilege. Quick point of personal privilege. Um, guys, uh, first of all, James Jackson, Sacramento, he, him. I just want to say, can we please keep the chatter to a minimum? I'm one of the people who's very, very prone to sensory overload. There's a lot of whispering and chatter going on. It's making it very difficult for me to focus. Please, can we just, I know it's we're all fresh and ready to go, but can we please just keep the chatter to a minimum? It's affecting my ability to focus. Thank you. Thank you, comrade. Okay, is there a speaker against name, chapter, pronoun? Privilege. Privilege. Please do not use gendered language to to address everyone. Is that real or is it fake? That is very real. Support comes to you from your membership contributions and from Alto Vineyards, Southern Illinois' oldest winery. The Renzaglia family celebrates 30 years of winemaking in the Shawnee Hills with an anniversary event September 14th through 16th. Alto Vineyards features a tasting room with upstairs vine deck in Alto Pass, 25 minutes from Carbondale on Highway 127. Weekly events and information online at altovineyards.net. Support comes from Soundcore, offering new and used audio video sales and service as well as rentals of PA equipment, lighting, projection screens, and more. Soundcore also offers event services for productions, staging, weddings, and DJs, as well as media conversions and backups from analog and digital formats. Soundcore at 122 South Illinois Avenue. Open Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. and weekends 10 to 6. More information by phone at 457-5641 or online at soundcoremusic.com. Is it okay? That is real. Is that uh, is that what college is is like? No, is that it, it no. just it, yeah, just like that. That's it. It's exactly how it is. You've seen PCU, right? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, I just uh, I saw that video. Uh, so heavy breathing. This might be the best trumpet. Couple times. Yeah, I just I love the okay. I love them saying point of privilege, point of personal privilege. <laughs> it's so like out of South Park. So hard. <laughs> so, uh, I, uh, those are the modern. I didn't even know uh, that they had meetings. Those are the modern <laughs> socialist boys. Uh, what I'm saying is, we might need to rebrand, much like a. Yeah, we're we're more like socialists in Denmark, you know, where it's like, you know, we want you to have free health care, but we might beat your ass with a shoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, when I say when I'm talking like this, I'm talking about like you know, workers having rights. People not going broke because they don't have health care. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but you're, um, I, I don't know about this um, 
Can everybody just not, like be quiet? It's hurting my ears. <laughs> like I, I don't even know what that has to do. I am very stuff, so. prone to being triggered by sounds other than I don't know what he was. <laughs> Point of privilege. Point of privilege. I think I'm going to make that part of this show. Mm -hmm. You guys do something. That oh, I don't totally. Like, point, of point of privilege. Exactly. Point of privilege. Point of privilege. Actually, Pearl Jam is the best band ever. Point of privilege. <laughs> Shark triggered me when he said 10 degrees north of the equator because I can't go there. <laughs> you should be aware of my poverty. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, man. I, I was lying. I'm actually probably more like within 12 degrees, you know. I can't. Not everyone could afford to go happy places. Point of privilege. Oh, sure they can. If you're willing to put your put yourself at great personal risk, you can you can go lots of nice places. Thank you, comrade. <laughs> Point of privilege. Don't call me comrade. I prefer brother in arms. Point of privilege, I'm too big to fit in these chairs. You should have chairs that fit me. Point of privilege, the use of the word brother is far too toxic in this environment. I was waiting on that, too. Point of privilege, I can't eat my edibles in here right now because everyone's harshing my buzz. Now that's legitimate, though. <laughs> That's serious stuff. That's not to be made fun of. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, point of privilege. I think that's a new show. <laughs> point of well privilege. Be. I need to listen to something. Point of privilege. That's from my past and should not be brought up. I've amended my ways. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You haven't been canceled since the last show. I haven't been. Point of privilege, cancel Shark for trying to cancel Eastwood. He's maybe, comparing. Maybe a good point. Canceling is being compared to not Nazis. Point of privilege. <laughs> I like Inglorious Bastards, but not the Nazi part. <laughs> Point of privilege. The word privilege has the word edge in it, and that makes me feel nervous. I've never tried it. I've watched videos about edging, but I still don't quite understand. Point of privilege. Oh my god, this never should have started because now that's all I want to do. No. I, I just want to point of privilege everything. Well, maybe you can point of, point of privilege this next game I got here. Oh, another game. Another game. Thought, why not lay on the games? Hey, did you see? Uh, see the uh, Justice of the New Justice League trailer? I have twice. Yes, uh, same, same here. Uh, I know it's just kind of like glorious. It's almost like a trailer of a trailer. It's just <laughs> like we don't need to tell you much. It's just going to be kind of <laughs> glorious, big glorious mess on the screen. <laughs> Okay, so this woman that I follow on TikTok, she does all these great breakdowns of Marvel stuff because she's a Marvel nerd. Mm -hmm. So she reads the comics, she watches the movies. She's the same way with Star Wars. And um, she was like, she hates Zack Snyder. She just like said, like, I hate him, but I'm going to try this. And she just kept stopping and going, slow motion. Slow motion. <laughs> so she's like, so I guess the reason this movie's so long because everything's in slow motion. <laughs> 
dying laughing. I was like, oh my god, the trailer is awesome. I was thinking as I watched it, I was thinking, not that, but something along those lines of just like, geez, man, it's almost all slow motion. <laughs> There's no, nothing real is happening here. Yeah, I mean, I was like, this is just, this is just bad. This is just so bad. But I'm still excited to see it. I think it's going to be cool. Oh, no, I, it really got me hyped up. It, it looks like a completely different movie, which was his goal. And I'm excited to see yeah. what he wanted to do. I'm a big fan of The Watchmen. A lot of people don't love The Watchmen, uh, the movie. No, are you talking about the movie? Yeah, the movie. Or... Uh, a lot of people didn't like it, but if you were a fan of the comics, short of changing, uh, he changed the end slightly. Um, but you could almost just go like page by page watching that movie. Um, and that's, I mean, that's also, that's not the greatest thing to do, <laughs> obviously. But I really respected him for it, and I liked the movie uh, as a whole. So, um, I'm, I'm excited to see what he did. And Leto, at the end, uh, looks like, finally, they were like, sorry, you got put in this horrible movie, Suicide Squad, and they made you paint your face and look like an idiot. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> By the way, she hates Jared Leto from any of those movies. Yeah. Like, the, any, you know, like I think she likes him, but not those movies. And as soon as she's like, when it's, when it's starting, she goes, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. And he turns around and says that, and it cuts <laughs> back to her, and she's like, it's just what I thought it was going to be. Wow. Point of privilege. Uh, uh, I understand how much work it takes to make a movie, and it, that's really offensive for someone to be that cavalier and dismissive about about their opinions of the movie. Point of privilege. Hey, it's point of privilege. It's been everybody's right since the internet was started to go online and talk smack about movies, TV shows, or music before it's ever released, consumed, or we know anything about it. <laughs> It is our right to shit on things that we can't do ourselves. Point of privilege. <laughs> I, I can shit on things if I have anonymity. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I didn't mind it. I thought I love Leto, and I thought uh, his Suicide Squad. I was like, there's something there if they took all that crap off of him and just let him do what he wanted. I, I think it was it would have been something inside of a horrible movie. Uh, so I was happy to Dude, see him get a second chance uh, at it. I'm the same way because I I think he can be a great Joker. And from what I've heard, it's like they took the worst crap and put it in the movie so it wouldn't offend anybody. No, they you know yeah I mean? they, they took, were worried about they took, too dark or too scary. They took or shots that the director had a heart on for that looked really cool, and they really upset me because it's like here's the Joker in this room, and he lays down, and he has all these knives laid out perfectly in the circle around him. Doesn't it look cinematic and cool? Sure, it looks cool, but the Joker's an agent of chaos. He doesn't give a shit about how his knives look on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and not, not just that, but I mean, I, I mean, I mean, like the leaving him in these just like really weird segments that where he's just saying like a few like, like some one-liners, bizarre basically. things with a lot of conviction, yeah. conviction, you know, like. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Or something like that. And it's like, oh, come on. This isn't like, don't make, don't start having the bang, pow, poo thing coming out of the punches. Because that's where it felt like it was going. Well, <laughs> like, I'll, seriously. I'm excited to see it. I bet it's only a few minutes worth in the movie. But uh, I'm still happy to see it. him get another whack at it. Um, uh, but yeah, so speaking of movies and such, uh, this is a little quiz called Inside the Wood. 
dun, dun, dun. Inside the wood. It's a little queer. Another thing? Or? <clears throat> well, yeah, it's a big thing. It's about how well you <laughs> no, know No, no, no thing. Oh, oh, no, no. <laughs> I thought you said big thing. I was what like, are, yeah, it's, it's about me. So, yeah, of course. What are we doing? A big Richard again? What are we doing? So this is Inside the Wood. Mm-hmm. This is how well... You, inside the wood, how well do you know Eastwoods? What this Eastwoods got this on his brain. Today. Oh, wood! I get it. I thought, I, yeah. After you said like, no, it's not about you know something phallic. Then I was thinking W O U L D. Like, oh you know. yeah, no, this is inside. This is all about me and how well do you know me? I'm going to ask you some questions about my oh, about me. And uh, this is like a shout out. First come, first serve. Just like that wood, okay. baby. Okay. Um, Eastwood uh, loves all kind of music. He loves fun songs, and if you asked him, if you asked him for the funnest song to play at a party, he would. I know what it is. Probably his favorite song to play at a party is Mustang Sally. (laughs) (laughs) Point of privilege. That song really upsets me because people call it a blues song. It's not a blues song. I hate when bands play that song. I don't care how much money it puts in your pocket. Okay. He would uh, he he would probably know. tell you to play this simple rap hook and banger where the singer starts off the song with the words "Here we go now," not one, not six, but twelve times in a row. This would be his first choice for DJ Cool. Yeah, what song? Jump is by Crip. Jump by Jump by Criss Cross. <laughs> not a bad, not a bad choice. No cheating. It's got to be something ODBs. No cheating. That would be a good call. However, this is clean. You could play this at any party in the world. Nobody would ever get offended. Oh, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea. Well, it is. Here we go now a bunch of times in a row. I don't know. It is DJ Cool's Let Me Clear My Throat. Oh, let me clear my throat. Great party song. Highly suggest for anybody out there looking for a great song to put on your fun party playlist during COVID times and blizzard, throw on DJ Cool's Let Me Clear My Throat. Yeah, he starts, July uh, likes to listen, I listen to that song sometimes, July loves it, and uh, he loves it because literally the beginning of the song is just him going, here we go now, here we go now, here we go now, here we go now, here so many times, so many times. You're like, aren't you there yet? It's you've gone. <laughs> like, what's taking so long? <laughs> All right. Well, no points on that one. Here we go. <clears throat> Here we go now. Here we go now. <laughs> when it comes to westerns, Eastwood's all in, particularly the work of Sergio Leone. But his favorite is this 1968 masterpiece starring Charles Bronson. Once upon a time in the West. Oh, point for Robbie. He got it. And because Robbie doesn't like many westerns, but we agree that movie is perfect. It is beautiful from tip to toes, baby. No. And who plays the best villain ever in that movie? Henry Fonda. <laughs> Henry Fonda, Fonda plays an amazing he villain. He does. He's so good. And you don't see it coming. You're like, Henry Fonda's in this movie? No, because I remember when I first heard he was the villain, I'm like, 
Henry Fonda on Golden Pond? <laughs> oh, oh, Henry. Ah, look at the ducks out there. <laughs> Point of privilege. I don't like that voice. Point of privilege. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. Next question. When it comes to postmodern westerns, there's more than enough great movies out there, but none hold a candle to the 2007 masterclass shot by cinematography god himself, Roger Deakins. That movie is... Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me hear this again. When it comes to postmodern westerns, there's more than enough great westerns, but none hold a candle to the 2007 masterclass shot by cinematography legend Roger Deakins. Mm. 2007. I'm a, it's not, it, it can't be 310 to Yuma. I do love 310 to Yuma, but that's uh, James Mangold. I'm not sure who's okay, shooting. Okay, so here's, you said shot by, you mean cinematography. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mr. Okay, Roger is Deakins. it No Country for Old Men? No, sir. We were maybe talking about it earlier today. <laughs> Little hint, little hint there. We were talking. I don't remember what we talked about. Point of privilege. I can't remember things sometimes, and you can't refer to it. Make me feel stupid. Uh, <laughs> it might have been some of the phrasing. You might be thinking postmodern has to be a non-Western, but it doesn't. It just means it's not a modern Western. Uh, and I'm talking about the assassination of Jesse James. Oh. Mm. Whoa. Okay. By Mr. Robert Ford. Might be my fave. Finally got Rob to watch it. Yes, and it's spec- Who does the narration? You know, I don't know who does the narration, but it is perfect. You sound, you, 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 he, it is. It's really on point. Yeah, he makes you feel very uh, comforted, even though some bad things are going on. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, he's like the Western... Hugh Ross. He's like the Western Hugh admiral Ross or something. Hugh Ross is the guy. Yeah, he has the very... Man, his voice is great for it. I don't recall hearing him yeah. in anything else. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I just Googled it real quick. His name's Hugh Ross. Nor, does I the, uh, nor do I know the director, really, for anything else. Rob, you should look up. Just look up Roger Deakins, uh, what he has shot. I think I think you and the world would be like, are you kidding me? Roger Deakins had something to do with these Okay, movies? Roger Deakins, I'm looking at right now. Let's look at his IMDb. Because he is uh, he's phenomenal. Okay, so he has shot... Ooh, boy. Yeah, you're... Oh, he shot No Country for Old uh, Men. I'm telling you, you're going to be blown away when you see the movie. Uh, Skyfall, mm-hmm. Blade Runner 2049, mm-hmm. 1917. Shark, you liked that one, didn't you? 1917? I still haven't seen it. Oh, it's good. It's, it's good. good. Um, Sicario, uh-huh. True Grit, the updated mm-hmm. one. Revolutionary Road, The Reader. Wow, he went back to back huge in that year. Oh, just keep going. You've got Doubt, you've got nothing yet. In the Valley of Elah, uh, or Elah, Eli, Eli? Yeah. Eli. Eli. Okay, No Country for Old Men, Jarhead, House of Sand and Fog, A Beautiful Mind, The Man Who Wasn't There, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? It said he's like really tight. With Him the and the Coens. He shot so many Coens brothers. Uh, the Hurricane, mm-hmm. The Big Lebowski, <laughs> Dead Man Walking, Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I, uh, I wish cinematographers got as much. Sid and Nancy. He shot Sid yeah. and Nancy. 1984. And you um, you can tell. Wow. Like once you, if you watch enough, you can tell. I wish cinematographers got as much love as wow. directors because 
if you see that yeah. guy's resume, you go, well, I want to watch everything this guy does. <laughs> Just yeah, like you would Yeah, I'm thinking, like, did I say Sicario? Because I love it. Oh, yeah. Sicario's great. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He is, once um, once you uh, um, once you start watching a few Deacons movies, like, do yourself a favor. Watch Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Watch Big Lebowski. Pick, like, the favorites off that list and watch them back to back. Dude, he shot Kun Doon. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. like, that's... Uh, that's Scorsese, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Gun dudes. That's what yeah. I thought. Fargo. Fargo, yeah. Uh, wow. But what I was going to say is you will you will start thing. to see him, when, which he would hate to hear that. But yeah. if you start watching those, you notice that things are lit very naturally, meaning nothing's ever out of control. It's not like um, he's using a bunch of uh, fake crap to make it overly lit or not lit enough like it it looks like it right. should which is really hard to do um but yeah you come to appreciate him if you watch a bunch of his movies uh back to back he is he is something else um <clears throat> roger deakins check him out uh e- wow. now here's the next question here all right eastwood has had a few quite a few guitar heroes but his favorite of all time well that's too easy but if you were to ask him who is the greatest living guitar player alive today, he would quickly tell you it is this 75-year-old Athens, Georgia resident. Man, I'm not 75. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you live in Athens, Georgia? Is that where you're kicking out? I I have. I don't know if you've got to live there, but, you know. I mean, did anybody live in that hellhole? No, I like I mean, Georgia. You know. <laughs> Couches, lots of places. Uh, Rick, Rick Beato. <laughs> Rick Beato. Seventy-five year old from Athens, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, still alive, buddy guy. Hey, that's a good guess, but he hails from Chicago. This I I'm talking so. about <laughs> is uh, Mr. Leo Kotke. That's who I'm talking mm. about. Who? Leo Kotke. Leo Kotke. I don't even know who that is. Who uh, I well. You yeah you would you, I hope you do look him up he's he is the greatest living guitar player I guess uh, what Leo what's his name might give him a run for his money uh, what was his uh, how did you what's his name Leo Kotke I believe it's K O T K E I believe okay got it yeah because Eddie's dead after chomping on Acoustic all the metal picks that gave him mouth cancer for finger printing finger picking style that draws on blues jazz folk and for syncopated polyphonic melodies. Uh-huh. That's him. Yeah. He does like three. He yeah. can do... So I love Mississippi John Hurt. He's my favorite, but he does basically a rhythm and then he's doing a melody with it. Well, Leo can do three things at once. So this is this is him on Tiny Desk. Okay. Like in October. Oh, yeah. Sounds like him. He's like if Al Diviella had a soul. <laughs> That's a wow. pretty good, Jeff. I'm sitting here watching him play right now. It's pretty stupid. It's so smooth. Oh, yeah. He always looks like he's not having a good time. Bored out yeah, of his he, mind. He looks like he's, like, bored. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, always I'm always, like, like blown away with these guitarists who... Like, look like whatever they're doing is no big deal at all. Well, I'll tell you what. uh, No human being on Earth should be I know we went to Prine, and one of these days when things open back up, and if COVID doesn't kill Leo, uh, we three should go see him. He plays constantly when he can. 
and he plays in very small venues for like 25 bucks a ticket. He plays in like churches and the Effingham Performance yeah, we'll Center. And uh, he, he is amazing. He tells stories during half of his concert is him telling stories and he's dry, dry as can be and just funny, funny as you'd want him to be. Uh, and then he just plays amazing songs. Uh, I've seen him yeah. several times. I'd love so. to go see him. Yeah, if that, if Anytime. The, when this clears up, I say we do it. I love old Leo. Yeah, Robbie, check him out, man. He is. He doesn't sing that often, and his voice is. You, you'll know why when he does. <laughs> but, uh, he, okay, he's, okay. he's amazing. He has some really beautiful songs. All right, here we go. Many would argue that director William Friedkin's greatest directorial achievement would be The Exorcist, or perhaps the beloved French Connection. Eastwood, however, would argue that his adrenaline-filled tension machine classic starring Roy Scheider in 1977 is in fact his Jaws? magnum opus. Beetlejuice. Jaws? Well, Jaws is uh, old uh, spielberg Spielberg. Yeah. But, but, but that's Roy Scheider. William, well, this is yeah. a William, it's Beetlejuice. This is a William Friedkin uh, very underappreciated movie that is by far his greatest movie. Oh no, I was wrong. Seventy-seven. Hell, it's Gremlins. <laughs> Airwolf. Uh, I, I don't know this one at all. Blue Thunder. It's I Blue. I can't leave it. Blue Thunder. <laughs> no, it's. Oh, a, that's the eighties, oh. isn't it? Yeah, I was gonna say Blue yeah. Thunder's the eighties. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, that's a great movie. You guys don't know this movie. Uh, it's a movie called Sorcerer, and man, is it good. I've heard you talk about that before. Uh, no, I don't know it. Oh, yeah. 1977? 1977 film Sorcerer. Sorcerer. I'm looking at it right now. Um, 77 American Adventure so you guys, drama, you guys, neo-noir thriller. You guys remember the uh, episode of The Mandalorian where they're transporting the explosives through a jungle? Yeah. And they can't go. There's yeah. people attacking him. They can't go too fast. Uh, that yeah. That is directly ripped off from Sorcerer. That's that like that oh. that is the movie. They have nitroglycerin. They have to transport it across this South American jungle. Um, Two hundred miles. Yeah, and it's just peril the entire way. <laughs> um, yeah, good good flick. Point of privilege. Oh, no. Bringing up movies I've never heard of makes me feel stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Point of privilege. Missing Roy Schneider's name makes me uncomfortable because I don't know if it's Schneider or Schneider. <laughs> yeah it's not like rob where it's clearly defined <laughs> point of privilege don't bring up that rob that schneider because i he triggers me i've saw one of his movies once and i really didn't like it <laughs> point of privilege in the movie the rainmaker roy schneider 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 was the was an insurance exec who ripped off people and killed them and now every time i think of him i have to I have a melodramatic freakouts and end up like shaking in my closet. Point of privilege. He's your ben I don't like. He's your point ben Affleck. Point, point of privilege. I don't like using the term rainmaker because I'm not Native American, but I empathize with their plight and I think it is a derogatory <laughs> term towards them. <laughs> point of privilege. I think we should say just original peoples. Uh, when you say Native American, you're limiting them just to the Americas, and they were everywhere. Point of privilege. Point of privilege. They should be original world peoples. <laughs> okay. 
Point of privilege. Neander- Sharks not are, having you, point of privilege. You guys, triggered. you guys are just shitting all over the Neanderthals at this point. <laughs> point of privilege. I don't believe in evolution. <laughs> <laughs> You're. You, um, I do not like you pooping on my religious beliefs, <laughs> comrade. We've done. <laughs> I wish there was more footage from that convention. Oh my god, I want to see that whole thing so I can just sit and scream. <laughs> Did you know that that is the recruiting video for people to hate anything that has the word socialist in it. Oh, that's like, oh, it's got to be. Like, yeah. you know, a parlor, they're like, this is the America socialist. Exactly. I, I, that's yeah. that's what, yeah. exactly what I thought. Is like, oh, guys, you are, you are, you are ruining, I don't know how good his name was to begin with, but you were ruining anything that was left. Of yeah, you totally socialist. just screwed the pooch. Point of privilege, having sex with dogs is bestiality <laughs> and should not be discussed on the radio. Yeah, the but, left... The left will, has never, can never, will never totally unite, you know. I mean, look at Spanish, you know, Spanish Civil War. That's a, a prime, you know, recent example. But there's just a thousand of them throughout history. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, the Republican Party lives with Ronald Reagan's 11th commandment till the bitter end. Well, it's, the, it's a whole lot easier. Point of privilege, do not add an extra commandment to the Ten Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a whole lot easier to to get people to gather around whenever your platform is we're against things and than it is to get people to gather around to say let's all agree on something you know positive um, absolutely you no, know, it just doesn't work that can way can I uh, back to you know? back to point of privilege I'm not even sure if I understand point of privilege by saying point of privilege aren't you kind of defeating the point <laughs> I don't know well it's well, they're stealing that from from Robert's rules. So, like, ah, if you're I, if I you're assumed. you know operating a meeting and you're strictly under Robert's rules, and there's no other way, you have to say something. It's an emergency, and there's no other way to say it. Or if you need a rule clarification, then it's a point, of, point of privilege. You raise a point of privilege. That I understand. Yeah. But then the guy just stopping people. Could you imagine? All right, Jeff. Let's say say you're playing uh, over at Pheasant Hollow or somewhere, and you start playing right. a song. That uh, says something about uh, a girl and, and a boy doing something or whatever it might be, and somebody right. standing up at a table and going, "Point of privilege." <laughs> well, point that, of privilege. That, I do not identify he, with Jedi's. That's the exact reason I stopped running my shows, according to Robert's rules. Um, oh, I have a big sign. Up. I have a big sign up when I play. It says, "Everything will be conducted by Robert's rules." Well, I used to. I used to. And, you know, unfortunately, only the kids who, uh, people who had been in 4-H's kids actually knew Robert's rules. Um, and other than that, you know, it was just a bunch of people doing what you're describing. And it, it was like, you know, and if they tipped, that'd been a different story. But, you know, usually the ones who are the most vocals are, uh, you know, the lightest on the tip jar. That's very true. Point of privilege. We only have 20 seconds left. <laughs> Point of privilege. The movie Three Knee Deep. Makes me feel uncomfortable because it sounds dirty. It does. <laughs> Point of privilege. It's actually prison slang, and I should not be demeaning it's, prisoners. You it's the three part and the deep part. The knee, I'm okay with. Hey, we got to get out of here. We'll see you next week. Hope you stay, <laughs> stay safe. Point of privilege. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's not going to die anytime soon. Support comes to you from your membership contributions and from Alto Vineyards, Southern Illinois' oldest winery. 
The Renzaglia family celebrates 30 years of winemaking in the Shawnee Hills with an anniversary event September 14th through 16th. Alto Vineyards features a tasting room with upstairs vine deck in Alto Pass, 25 minutes from Carbondale on Highway 127. Weekly events and information online at altovineyards.net. Support comes from Soundcore, offering new and used audio video sales and service as well as rentals of PA equipment, lighting, projection screens, and more. Soundcore also offers event services for productions, staging, weddings, and DJs, as well as media conversions and backups from analog and digital formats. Soundcore at 122 South Illinois Avenue. Open Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., and weekends 10 to 6. More information by phone at 457-5641 or online at soundcoremusic.com.